Today is the best day in the history of ever. So let's talk about loyalty and competitiveness. My name is Alex Red and my life is nothing but an experiment. The message I want to bring across today is again perspective matters and I feel like I made a huge mistake in the past and I just came up with that understanding while I was doing my podcasts over the last few days and so I'm kind of eager to, to share with you what I learned or what came to my mind yesterday. So even though I plan to take a day off and enjoy the day, I'm doing this podcast because I want to get this out of my brain and record it for the future and for everybody else to learn from it. One last perspective has to do with loyalty and leader, not leadership, but competitiveness. I consider myself very competitive. This is my second take. In the first take, I was going very deep from my childhood, my best friend, my parents, to why I'm competitive. I'm not going there again because it was just eating too much time and I want to make a short podcast. So my perspective always was that the result of whatever I do is what matters. So if I made a drawing when I was a child, it had to be perfect. Again, we had this perfectionism thing before. I was always focusing on the result, on the project, on the company, on the bottom line, whatever it is, my focus was on the result and my loyalty was with the result. I was loyal to do the very best for the result, for the outcome. I was very competitive in a way that everybody and everything that would influence the result, the project, the outcome would be challenged by me if I have the feeling that person or thing is not doing its very best or is no match to get the best result. So if you put me in a project, I would do my very best as long as I feel that this is what needs to be done and everybody else is doing that. Like every other employee in the world, if I realize that nobody really gives a shit about anything, I would just do the same thing because there's no point in giving 200% if you're the only one in the team. As with my age, you have learned, it won't make a difference and you cannot guarantee the best result if you're the only one interested in the very best result. And that's a big mistake and that's why I want to talk about it and share with you so you can learn from it. Whatever you do, whatever, the, whatever result you're aiming for, the project, the result, the company, the product, it's always for people. It comes from people and is meant for people. These days, everybody talks about uh, profits and companies and profitability and shareholder, blah, blah, these abstract concepts. I think I have to, and maybe you too, I don't know, I hope not. I have to reinforce in my brain, in my mind, everything is coming from people and is meant for people. That's why we do it, why we roll, why we have organizations and companies for the benefit of people. So we need to think about how can these people benefit? If someone says, join my project, join my company, he's inviting me to become part of a group and my focus and my loyalty should go towards that person and that group and not towards the result that group is working on. The result is just one piece that is done, built, created by this group. And instead of working on the very best result for a single project, you want to work on make this group the very best group it can be and make each person in that group the very best person it can be. A result, it's just a small step in the long journey. 
If you get too obsessed about a single result, a single step, you're completely losing the big picture and the, 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 the journey you're on, which is your life and other people's life out of your focus. And that's dangerous. And I just realized that these days that uh, that was basically a major hiccup problem mistake I made and nobody told me. Maybe nobody realized. They were just like, whoa, this is a freaking competitive machine, this Alex guy. And when you bring him in, you have to be aware that he's doing an awesome job. He's working 200% and he's going absolutely crazy to the limit. But everybody is challenged who is not working in walking in the same direction I was walking. And yeah, that's, that's just stupid. And that's how you end up maybe in some organizations as the top leader and as the very lonely single point at the top. I saw this in quite a few uh, YouTube videos and interviews from other leaders of top performing companies who are like known to be very rational. And they, these super successful leaders and managers were asked, what, what is the one thing you would say is your weakness or would say, you, you should work on yourself and some of them said I'm too competitive and for the young guy who is trying to make a career this may sound like yeah you, you mentioned this weakness which is actually which is actually a strong point right because you want to be competitive but at a certain at a certain point in age you realize if you're super competitive you create enemies not friends because you're competing with everybody and everything every, every interaction is a competition the nature of a competition is that someone wins and everybody else loses to be the winner is a lonely job because you're the winner and everybody else is the loser. So they team up, they're the loser group and you're the winner group. There's one against everybody else and this is how your life will end up. You will be here, you will be smarter, better, more competitive, the winner with all the fancy stuff on the shelves and you will sit there quite lonely and everybody else will sit together and they will have fun and enjoy each other and socialize and be a team. That's how it felt for me might have developed different for you, but if you compete and you go for the win, you might actually win, you love it, but then at one point you might realize winning is a lonely business. And I had actually, when I was a child, I'm sorry I'm going there, it's getting longer, I'm, I'm really sorry for that, but I, I feel like I have to ex explain the bigger picture so you understand where I'm coming from and where I'm trying to go to. My friends when I was young were going to my mother and telling me, uh, not telling me, but telling her that, that it's really frustrating. Whatever I do with Alex, he's always winning. Like we play football, he's better at football. He, we go swimming, I'm better at swimming. We go jogging, it takes five runs, I'm better at jogging. We play, we skateboard. Two weeks later, I'm better at skateboarding. But it, because whatever I do, I go deep into it. I try to understand why it's happening, why, why I'm failing, and then I, I execute, like, I exercise, I repeat, repeat. I, I try as long as it takes to get it. When I was playing darts, there was the dart and there's the, where you throw the dart at and it needs to go in the bull's eye. So obviously when I started darting, it was not going in the bull's eye. So I bought one of the setups, I put it in my room and I was throwing the dart for days and weeks until the dart went into the bull's eye when I wanted it in the bull's eye. That's how I rolled and that's how I work and that's why I always come back after two weeks or two months, whatever it might be, and I will most likely be more competitive and better than the people around me, which goes 80%. I'm never 
competed in a national, global, international, worldwide competition or anything. I'm going the 80-20 game, which means I try to invest 20% of the time and make it to 80% performance and then I move on to the next thing. Over your life, if you keep doing that, you can do it with a lot of things, which uh, can be intimidating if you meet other people because you have done so many things and you mastered them to the 80% level while they have only done one or two things as they are in their job for 15 years being an accountant or being in manufacturing or being in IT, whatever it might be. And first they're very interested because you have all these experiences and all these things done, but then they get intimidated because Obviously, the nature of human being, and that's a weakness of us, to be sure, um, is that we compare each other with others. And as soon as they start comparing and they feel like they're kind of losing the comparison, the relationship cracks. What's the lesson learned? For sure, I need to be less competitive. But the, the number one reason I, I, it daunted me yesterday is I should not focus on the outcome. I should always focus on the people. Who is creating the outcome and who is the outcome for? I'm sure I can be very happy and successful if I don't focus all my energy on the outcome, but on the people. And this will also help me to understand people better. For that reason, I need to, I probably need to tell you that I got really upset about people and how they, how they make decisions and how they act and how they, they're easily influenced by marketing stunts from, from companies and tricked into things. With people, I mean you and me, not all the others out there. I mean me, myself. I got upset, my own weaknesses and how I behaved. First time I got it in my face, smashed right away when was when I was trading, foreign exchange. I made a plan, I could not stick to the plan. I, I thought trading is the challenge, but actually the challenge was me making a plan and not sticking to it because as soon as money is on the line, adrenaline kicks in and I did not stick to my plan. So I realized trading is not about charts and candlesticks and uh, reports and news. It's, a, it's a, a mind game. And I was so upset about myself that I was not able to master it in a, in a way I wanted to. Okay, so loyalty. Back to the topic. I'm sorry I got sidetracked again. Um, but we pull through and finish the podcast. The loyalty needs to go to people, not to the result. The people work with you, the people hire you, the people offer you opportunities, the people offer you feedback from people you learn, from people with people you share experiences. At the end of the day, I think I mentioned it before, nothing of significance can be done with one person only. So you have to team up with other people and these people need to be the best they can be to do something in life that is significant so you can have a, a greater impact in life. It's rather stupid now that I understand it that you focus on the product, the company, the outcome of a project, whatever it might be. Your focus must solely be on the people around you and to make sure you help them to be their best because then as a team you can move the world and create something that is amazing and have an impact. As I learned this yesterday and I talk about this today, I'm sorry for the long podcast again. I hope I can apply it in the future better than I did in the past with my more competitive approach to getting stuff done and moving forward and winning. 
As a company, always stick together, be loyal to your colleagues. There's so much competition out there. You can see them as your enemy if you have to have an enemy, but never ever compete within the company. Yes, there's only one boss and there can be only one person can be promoted, but trust me on this one, as soon as you're a manager or a leader, you wish you could go back and live the simple life of an employee where you don't have to mind about everybody else around you. They don't work for you, you work for them. This is leadership, this is management, and this is a, a much bigger challenge. And not everybody who is dreaming about a management tag on his shirt is actually up for the responsibility to be a leader and to care for a large group of people. Let me close this with the question, to whom are you loyal to and with whom do you compete? This is not just the best day in the history of ever, it's also the first day of the rest of your life. Make the most of it and enjoy the ride.